Hello, and welcome to Let's Talk About Autism. My name is Emily, and I'm a third year psychology student. In this podcast, let's talk about everything autism, from where it all began to what we know now. Itchy t-shirt tags, people everywhere piling on top of one another, pushing and shoving, being punched in the arm, being squeezed immensely tight, overpowering smells and tastes, bright strobe lights. For many people, these experiences can be overwhelming, irritating and stressful. But now imagine these experiences magnified and occurring simultaneously. Unfortunately, this is what individuals with autism who have sensory processing difficulties experience, making it very difficult for them to successfully function in environments where these experiences occur. In today's episode, let's talk about what sensory processing is, the impact sensory processing difficulties have on individuals with autism, and the different therapies and support systems available. Sensory processing simply refers to how an individual processes, recognises and organises information from their surrounding environment through our five senses, sight, smell, hearing, touch and taste. Between 69% and 95% of individuals with autism have sensory processing difficulties and it wasn't until the fifth edition of the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders or the DSM-5, where sensory processing difficulties were included in the autism diagnostic criteria. Since the inclusion of sensory processing in the autism diagnosis, different types of sensory processing difficulties have been studied and observed in individuals with autism. The current research identifies three primary variations. First, sensory seeking behaviour. This behaviour is observed in individuals who experience atypical obsessions with or desires for specific sensory experiences. For example, frequently smelling their arms or putting non-food objects into their mouth. Second, sensory over-responsitivity. This is when an individual experiences an amplified adverse response to sensory input, causing avoidance and hypervigilance of the certain stimulus. For example, An individual may become extremely upset or anxious about certain tactile sensations like specific materials of clothes or the clothes tags. Third, sensory under-responsitivity. This is when an individual appears unaware of or slow to react to a stimulus that would typically elicit a response, for example pain. This leads to injuries because the individual continues to engage in behaviours that would typically provoke a strong pain response, like touching a hot pan. Many individuals with autism experience a combination of both sensory under-responsitivity and over-responsitivity. Sensory processing difficulties cause anxiety, hypervigilance, fear, avoidance and feeling overwhelmed, more rigid and restricted behaviours and a desire for sameness arise. Difficulties with individual self-care, pro-social behaviours and participating at school or at work. For these individuals, everyday life is challenging and overwhelming. And the current research indicates that for individuals with autism, 
more sensory difficulties occur throughout their entire life, from early childhood to adulthood. However, studies have shown that as they grow up, improvement can occur with the help of coping tactics to manage these difficulties. In addition, evolving research is presenting that sensory processing varies between individuals and many different environmental aspects acting as triggers. So what therapies are available and is there anything we can do to help? While the research is still evolving, there are two primary intervention therapies that can assist in improving an individual's ability to process and function in these sensory loaded environments. First, sensory based interventions or SBI. These include a variety of interventions designed around sensory integration theories. These interventions target an individual's participation within the environment by reflecting on the impact sensory processing has on that individual's ability to function and participate within their environment. These interventions include weighted vests, sensory diets and activity schedules. Second, sensory integration therapy or SIT. This is a therapy-based intervention intended to help individuals learn how to use all five senses together. The intervention is implemented by an occupational therapist or OT who will conduct activities to stimulate sensory responses. For example, when the individual reads a book, they'll be asked to hear the pages being turned, smell the book, notice the book in their hands, what textures they can feel, is it a hard book, is it a soft book, and notice the words or pictures on the page. This can then be applied to everyday activities, such as playing sport or doing schoolwork. If you would like more information on SIT, intervention programs, or to find a practitioner near you, click on the link in the description below to learn more. We can all do our part to help individuals who are facing sensory processing difficulties, even if they have autism or not. By learning what these experiences are like for these individuals is a perfect way to start, and then possibly modifying environments or scheduling times when these environments can be better suited for these individuals, and then fostering greater understanding and tolerance during daily interactions. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for the next episode of Let's Talk About Autism.